We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy birthday, Fubo Sports Network. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're popping bottles, baby, to celebrate the one-year anniversary of our network and show. We welcome back one of our first-ever guests to the program, legendary sportscaster Dan Patrick, who tells us about his next reunion with Keith Olbermann, his message to those Corona tough guys, and which Danette he'd save from a sinking ship. Oh, and we do all of this while sipping on champagne straight from the bottle. Hi, sweetie. Look what I made for you with cake for Fubo's birthday. That's so nice. And my show. But it's your face on my face. It is. Mom, not again. You always take everything. Welcome on in to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks, JSB. And guess what? It has been one year since we launched this network, Fubo Sports Network, with Drinks with Binks and the other show I host, Call It a Night, which is dark right now, but it will be back. Drinks with Binks has been such a pleasure to be able to host and to have a lot of fun throughout this entire year. And when Fubo Sports Network launched, we really had no idea what we were doing, but we did literally everything. We created a set from scratch we harassed people to come on the show we went to the super bowl as a new show as a new network and we showed everyone what we're capable of even though we had to do six months half of our life remotely during this pandemic i am so proud of everyone who has been involved with making this thing come to life. There's so many people to thank. Of course, everyone at Fubo TV, our head of network, Pam Duckworth, our executive producer, Mike Gangier, coordinating producer, JB Critz, our social media producer extraordinaire, company punching bag, Mike Lockyer, head writer and producer, Dan Carroll, production assistant and just running around the place all over is Danielle Garns, also sometimes known as Danielle Gomes. We also have cameraman and hype up man and editor Todd Hershenson and of course the guy that has to edit every single frame of my face editor Jason Preziosi without all of these people none of this bullshit would have been made and so you can thank them and everyone else for making this come to life and hopefully we keep going because it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work but at the end of the day it feels really good to be able to make something new and different from everyone else and in order to celebrate our first birthday, we thought it would be perfect to have someone who was our first guest on the show that wasn't a Fubo Sports Network employee. And that is the legendary sports broadcasting host, Dan Patrick. Of course, you know him from The Dan Patrick Show, now streaming currently on Peacock as well as on Fox Sports Radio and founder of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. You know him. It's Dan Patrick. Who would have... Who would have thought that you were going to last a year? Honestly, I would have taken the under. This is wild. <laughs> I did take the under. I lost some mm -hmm. money to one of your producers there. Uh, but, uh, hey, thank you for the champagne that you sent yes. me. Oh, yeah. I uh, I sent that to you. I also expensed that already because I got to get that one in before we get canceled on the one-year anniversary. But we thought, Dan, um, it's, so it's our birthday, and we wanted to also celebrate the fact that you guys are on, like, the 100th iteration of the Dan Patrick I, I, I Show. Just, I just spilled the champagne all over the place. Wait, you already popped it? Well, I thought you were leading up to, you hey, pre, and here you, we go. You pre-popped? 
I I prematurely popped. Yeah, I mean this is um, par for the course, I guess. I all right. Well, it uh, takes takes me a little bit longer to get going. So uh, okay. All right. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. one. <sighs> Woo! Happy New Year! All right. Yeah, well. There was my my I have champagne. I have more on the floor than I do in the uh, bottle here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how you're supposed to do it right out of the bottle. Actually, you know, what we should have done is gotten like the machetes, like the knives and just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong there? Maybe it maybe if I can yell to one of my people here, if you got a towel that you can bring out. I may, I may have to uh, take off. Wow! Some so here. we did. Yeah. We we really got things going real early here. Yeah, this is what yep. I they said. There's no sex in the champagne room, but I uh, it's quarantine never. has been a long time. <laughs> you know, it's, everyone is just ready to go, ready to pop. So uh, all now, right, we'll I let also you get got tequila. <laughs> yeah. I, so no, I, you, you let me explain to drinks. the audience here. The last time Dan was on, we had water, which was great. But what could be even better is a drink. So I said, let's have tequila because that's what we've had before together. But then yeah. my my brain was like, we have to celebrate. So we need champagne. So I literally right before the show said to Dan, like, oops, we have two drinks and we also have tequila. So you also have tequila as well. I, I did. I got tequila brought from my uh, home stash. I have I have champagne <laughs> on both sides of the chair and on the floor. Okay, what's going on over there? We got to work on your champagne popping, okay? This is like is this your first time ever? It's What? No. I, I just didn't know that maybe somebody shook it up and uh, gave it to me and I, I didn't mean, realize that. You never know what cuz I I ordered it and uh and you never know what could happen on its way there. So it sounds like sounds like uh, this is a bit of investigation that we're going to have to go on because you just continue while I clean up. And then I'm looking forward I'm, to you uh, going home after this and just reeking of booze and the home set will be to like my wife that I'm like, you know, why do you smell like champagne? And tequila. Well, that's this is the effect here we have on the. Uh, OK, I, was, I am okay. ready. Ready. I am ready. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're ready to go. We got our champagne. We got our tequila. Okay. So now let's tequila. also have tequila. I put mine with a uh, little Pellegrino. Okay. So uh, I don't I, know what you're doing. I have Please. mine with a uh, with a lemon or a lime twist. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. What are we? Um, Dan, we've had a very frenetic yes, start, true. which is exactly the way I hoped everything would go in my life. What are we going to toast to right now? What's to year two of of your show? Yeah. Okay. Good. I didn't know. You know, there could have been year two of the pandemic. Year two uh, of um, OBJ love. being a bit of a distraction um, in Cleveland. Okay. So year two of Fubo. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Yeah, I'd say it's been a good year. It's been a wild year. I mean, just to sort of talk about myself for a second to start off this interview. Yeah, is per huge. We have done this show six months in quarantine. We've done half of our life remotely. So, you know, I think that deserves. And I, I love, I've, wait, wait, where's your uh, birthday crown that you had on last night or yesterday when you sent me a picture? I thought you had it a little. Here we go. Yeah, I thought it looked great. It looked very cute. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> um, You're a knuckle. I know. How is that your is also uh, year two? It's also lasted that I, long. I, well, that's what I was going to toast to year two of love, but I, I just wanted to make sure that you and Spike are doing okay. Well, I mean, the Canadian and American government are certainly trying to impede us. It's like a Romeo Juliet type of situation, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're. I think the long distance actually helps us, to be honest. So uh, yeah. things are things are rolling rolling along. But Dan, gotta ask you enough about me. Okay. How are you doing? How's how's it been the last couple months? Everything's good. You know, we've had a lot to talk about. Everybody comes up and they feel like, oh my God, you, you don't have anything to talk about. I go, no, we've had plenty to talk about. 
it's it's not things that I would always want to talk about, but there have been a lot of topics, you know, that through this whole pandemic, it just makes it a little bit harder that you don't rely on games from the night before. Now it's, you're talking about issues. You're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, Brady going to Tampa or Cam going to New England. And you probably spend more time on some of these stories than you normally would. But it, I think it's made us a better show because we really have to focus every single day for three hours of who are you having on and what are you talking about when we couldn't have games. And now that we have games, I think we're still in that same mindset that we're not relying on what happened last night as much as we used to. Yeah, because there's sort of like a there's two different veins of this. It's we're able to maybe in one part suspend our disbelief and watch sports. But then there's also like this this cloud that is the rest of the world and what's going on in the rest of the world. And as you mentioned, um, there's been many different issues to talk about in that regard. How do you balance that? I mean, how do you say, oh, I'm so excited for Rams Cowboys, but also knowing that we still have a pandemic? Oh, I think that, you know, my job is that, you know, I'm hosting a diversion. And if you come over here, then you know that while we're sensitive to what's going on in real life, we also have a job to do. And I can be excited about the Rams and the Cowboys and not feel guilty about that. Or I can talk about Deshaun Watson getting his contract and Dak Prescott not getting his contract. It's when you come over here, you know, you're coming over here, I think, with the understanding of this is what I'm getting when I get there. And, and we want to have fun and we want to be a diversion um, in, in whatever role we can play. So uh, bring it on. We're, we're talking sports. We talked, you know, earlier today we talked um, 90s bands that, you know, kind of like they're all thrown together. And you go oh. all of a sudden you're doing you're doing a collective soul, uh, the Counting Crows, Goo Goo Doll. And, and then we just started going you know, started rattling off all of these different bands and then we got sidetracked and I was like, great. It's okay to do that. Speaking I don't feel of guilty. which, Dan, can you name this 90s band? Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yes! If I had a million dollars. <laughs> that was amazing because they don't, they don't look like the Bare Naked Ladies right here. They no, look they like do the not. Backstreet Boys or something. But I did meet them they were out on tour with Hootie and the Blowfish this past, uh, the previous year. And I got to meet some of the guys. And then I just thought, you're not going to put up a poster of Rush. And, you know, you're Canadian. And I, I was thought like, maybe Bare Naked Ladies, Canadian. And that I just took a leap of faith there. I would put up a poster of Rush. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I didn't. Actually, this has fallen down because it's because I'm in my childhood bedroom and everything here is just hanging on just a little thread of dust from the last years of of, of my life. Um, speaking of what, that, what, we have what to- are some of the things that happen in that? Be- like, did you what's the one thing that you got in trouble for in that bedroom? That is a great tease. We're going to find out what I got in trouble for in this bedroom. It's wild. Not at all. Uh, when, but you want to stay for this story after this break oh, with Dan Patrick okay. here on Drinks with Banks. Oh, baby. Hey, America, this is Chris Hahn, the host of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Look, it's all about November, and we've got to convince about 1% or 2% of Americans that the guy in the White House is a maniac. Shouldn't be too hard to do. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast with Chris Hahn. We need to take back America, or America won't exist. Download the Aggressive Progressive Podcast on iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Bings. I'm JSB and we've got the legendary Dan Patrick here with us today from the Dan Patrick Show streaming now on Peacock as well as Fox Sports Radio. And we are celebrating, I don't just wear this every day, although some (laughs) days I do wear this all the time. We are celebrating our first birthday as well as Dan's new show on Peacock because we are just winning all around. And we opened up some champagne. Yes, Mm. there's the, Mm. I'm actually, I don't know. I think I'm going to put it into a glass like you know, be a little classy. Uh, in, in a I wasn't flute. off the top. A flute. In a flute. 
in one of my mom's flutes. And you asked me what what crazy things have happened in this bedroom before, as this is my childhood bedroom. Yeah. Um, really not a lot. Just like super hungover and calling my mom for juice in the morning would probably be that. I'd be like, Mom, Wait, bring me the, some juice. That's the worst thing that happened. The, the I mean, that, that these lips can tell on this air. Yes, that's the worst thing that's happened in this room. Were boyfriends uh, no, in that bedroom? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, did I have a lot of boyfriends? No. But um, my current boyfriend's been here. So, yeah, that counts. Yeah, but I mean, when you were growing up in high school. Uh, Dan, I was not really like I was not I didn't I had a boyfriend in grade 12 as we call it grade 12 in Canada. So that what was happened? right what at the happened? end. I was just, I was not really, have you seen um, Lady Bird? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was much like the main character in Lady Bird. Like, uh, I was kind of a nerd tomboy. I don't always use, like that word, but I was just, I was just me. I was me now. So. Oh, okay. Yep. And, uh, but I like, I like giving, letting Dan have a chance to interview me sometimes because it's a. That's that's what you did last year when we had you on the yeah, show. Um, I, know. But I apologize. Back over here. I've got okay. the mic. I'm taking okay. it back. And actually, speaking of that, when we had you on the show last year, yeah. we were learning about an interview that you did uh, when you were giving out the Vince Lombardi trophy to San Antonio Holmes. And you were in the middle of telling the story. How does it end? Because we, we never got to get to the mm. end of that on our show. Well, you're told, and I've, I've handed out the trophy five times, you're told never give up the microphone. Right. Ever. Ever. Speaking of which, I gotta take that microphone back from you right now. Are we done? Uh, no, we're not done yet. We gotta take a quick break, and then Wait, I definitely I wasn't wanna done hear with this. the this end was of a... the story. And then the... But we gotta go to break. Got... Sorry, old man, we're gonna have to cut you off here, right now. Here, uh, we'll, here you we'll go. Be back I am out of here. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I don't know if it was that good a story. I, I think the buildup to the story was better than the story. I, I don't I don't really have. So a let's give people a little bit of a disclaimer. Ending. You were you're trying to find out the MVP. Yes. Of so when the uh, when Steelers, the Steelers beat, beat the, Cardinals. the Cardinals and I'm up on the podium and the commissioner's there. I got all the Steelers up there. I don't know who the MVP is. And Ben Roethlisberger comes up on the podium. I think Ben thinks he's the MVP and Santonio Holmes is up there as well. And I'm yelling to anybody who will listen to me. And it's total chaos. you got all the players are lining up. Joe Namath is carrying the Super Bowl trophy up. The commissioner is saying to me, hey, are you going to introduce me? Meanwhile, I don't know who the MVP is. And I'm yelling at the top of my voice, who's the MVP? And then finally I hear this voice go, Holmes. And I go, Santonio, okay, 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 uh, good. Gather myself, do the interview, get everything done, and then, you know, it went off fine. But the I had two moments that were, and they involved the Giants, where Eli Manning was the MVP, and he's on the podium after beating the Patriots. And Eli was doing uh, Toyota spots, I think, for the Giants, or whatever. That was his, he had a sponsorship deal. Well, he was winning this, uh, Chevy Corvette. And I was reading the, and Eli Manning is the Super Bowl MVP. And with that, you got a black on black Chevy Corvette. And I got ready to hand him the keys. He didn't want to be seen with the keys because it was a Chevrolet. He went down off the podium and I had to turn around on national TV <laughs> in front of a hundred million people and go, Eli, Eli. <laughs> And he walks back up and I give him the key. I, I, I might have said, here's the damn keys. Like, I'm this is live TV. <laughs> and, I, and he didn't want to be seen with Chevy Corvette. And I go, and he still has that black Corvette. I ask him about it. But oh, my I, Lord. I had that. And then his one of his owners wouldn't. He wanted the microphone, you know, because the, the owners always think it's live at the improv and everybody yes, wants yes. to hear from me. And I, I just. You're, you can't give up the microphone. And he grabbed the microphone and you can see closely that I'm pulling as hard as I can back this way. And he's pulling this way. And then he, my producers in my ear say, do not give up the microphone because there's no guarantee you'll get it back. And so no. we're doing a tug of war 
on national TV because he wants to go, hey, how's everybody doing out there? And I, I, he realized I wasn't going to let go. And then I could feel his hand relax. Giving and then up. I held the microphone and I'm going, this isn't supposed to be this difficult here. But, you know, that's one of those great challenges, great rewards. Uh, but basically, you try to do it, not screw it up. Because if you screw it up, then they remember. If you don't, then they nobody remembers what you did. But the fact that also no one really noticed you yelling back to Eli with the keys. Yeah. Because that's that seems like that would be in this day and age, a social media gold mine. It, it, right? it should have been because I, you know, I'm reading off this card. I don't realize that Eli, I don't realize Eli's slipping out the back door. And so I'm ready to do that big. And here's your key. Eli. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a great bit. Yeah. So when you're, when you've had any of these moments, I know you're, a, you are, you know, a professional, you've gone through so many different things, but have you ever had these like, holy f- like what happens next type of feelings oh gosh i don't know if it's i'm sure there have been but i i'm trying to remember i mean i've been fortunate that i haven't had too many of those you're kind of caught you know that deer in the headlight or you just made a terrible mistake but Mm -hmm. um, no i i think i've been pretty fortunate uh to, it's kind of like done, improv, right? You sort of like thrive in being able to have to figure it out in the moment. Well, I've done so much live TV. When you think about all those sports centers that I did, a couple of thousand, and they're all live. Like, oh, the one moment that I had, and I really had no control over it, but still I, I, I wore it, you know, it was on my face. And that's when we thought we were getting Steve Bartman, uh, you know, from the infamous Chicago Cubs, yeah. you know, playoff fame. And uh, it turned out to be somebody from Howard Stern show impersonating Steve Bartman called in to sports center, went through the assignment desk. I was doing the six o'clock sports center and they put him through and they, you know, my producer's in my ear and he goes, Hey, we got Bartman. We got Bartman tease it coming up at the end of the uh, first, the the, uh, end of the A block. And I go, blah, blah, blah. And coming up next, we'll talk to Steve Bartman. So during the commercial break, they put Bartman on, at least I think it is. And I'm just talking to him casual. And the only thing that I can remember that I should have done is just to ask him how, how he thought his alma mater was going to do in football. And the only reason why I thought that is I think he went to Notre Dame and that would have been the tip off if he didn't know that, mm. you know, it was Notre Dame, but I didn't, I didn't do it. Cause I thought, man, we're, we're trusting that this is Steve Bartman. I, I'm assuming yes. it is. And we went on there, did the interview, big setup, and he answered a question, how dramatic it was. And then he said, how does Howard Stern's butt cheese taste? And then I went, ah, you got me. You got me. And there was nothing I could do. I couldn't hide, but, you know, I wore it. Hey, that's, you know what? That's not that bad. You wore it. And also what an interesting bit because our executive producer, Mike Ganji, from the Howard Stern Show, 24 years, I believe, Gange. Uh, I know you can't talk to me right now, I believe, but Baba Bowie was the person that called. Those are fun little bits, you yeah, know? Captain Jenks. Captain Jenks called in, and then I, I won an F Emmy on Howard's show, and I called in and accepted the F Emmy, and I just said, you know what? If I act like I'm mad or whatever, then it becomes a story. If I embrace it and mm-hmm. move on, then nobody cares about it. And, and I was a big fan, and am a big fan of Howard's, but um, I, I just said to Captain Jenks, you got me, don't do it again. And then he promised that he never would. Well, if that's the worst that's happened, I think you're, I think you're clear sailing right now, DP. What about and you? And on that note, wait, wait, you got to tease what happened to you. Like something really bad happened to you. And then we'll answer lots that. Lots and lots after, of bad things have happened to me. Everyone knows. <laughs> after, after the break. The break. After, we will rehash my never ending comeback tour. After the break. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico. Great service without all the drama.
Hey guys, we are rock and rolling here on Drinks with Thanks with Dan Patrick from the Dan Patrick Show on Peacock, and it's our birthday today, so I had to celebrate, and I have a cake that I made last night, Did but you? I'm not eating it yet. I'm saving it for later, <laughs> because a great quote from Oh Hello, which stars, of course, the famous John Mulaney and Nick Kroll is... Um, you're the only person to get kicked out of a cult for being too into it, which I believe is a quote that just resonates so well with me. Um, it's about soul cycle, but I think everything in life is really something I'm just too into. I digress. Do you have we a problem at soul cycle? Having... When you go to soul cycle, there's the, there's the people who are in the front row who are like, they're like three feet away from greatness. Like they're so, they're like backup singers. Like they, they're so close to teaching the class. And they are such they, class. They're, yeah. they're so thirsty to be on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they and are. The they're back. like, they're waiting. I'm in the I'm yeah, yeah. all the way in the back, but they're right there. They're teachers, pets. And uh, I teachers, I, pets. I, I sat in the front row once, like my first time, which was a mistake. <laughs> Everyone wanted to murder me and get me out of there. By the way, don't go to Soul Cycle anymore because I don't go anywhere. We are in a pandemic right now. And I work out from this very room, which I just did two times today um we are discussing dan patrick what, what was your workout routine <laughs> i'm not going in there it's just really good workout it's just is great. it it's been it, great dan dan i'm a new person from last year i don't do bachelorette parties i don't oh do God. anything fun i'm in my mom's house and that's what we do so um but, back but to you the, we well, have, let, let me go back no, to the, no, the bachelor no 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 we can't go bachelorette party Okay, we'll do one bachelorette question. Well, no, I can't ask any of those questions. One I, bachelorette question. No, because I can't say what's the craziest thing you did at a bachelorette party because you, you won't answer that. I will answer that. Remember, I was trying to tell you to get tattoos with all of the girls. Yeah. That, and then I looked at I looked up the tattoos and the tattoo place was like closing at like 4 p.m. I'm like, no, we need 4 a.m. Um, but that was, that was great. One of the, uh, no, it's such a great story. All right. We are having, uh, an awesome time here. Like expected with Wait, Dan Patrick and a whole lot more to oh, come when oh, okay. we return on drinks with Binks. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. We are drinking and binking with the legendary sports broadcasting host, Dan Patrick, whose show, The Dan Patrick Show, is now streaming live on Peacock. Okay. We were just discussing some fun stuff from SportsCenter, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, a friend of the show, Keith Olbermann, tweeted something the other day that, you know, you guys did your little reunion last year, yeah, but you're going to do it again April 2022 if we still have a world by then but what's uh what prompted that i don't know i guess i should check i don't have twitter was it on twitter and then we're gonna do this again yep that okay. means it's official oh if it's on twitter okay um i told keith keith said hey it was the year anniversary of us going back to sports center and i said i'd be up for it again and that's all i said and then I guess that Keith did give me a heads up and he said, Hey, I, you know what? Let me check this here. I think he, uh, he said something about, uh, uh, gave us a shout out. That's all he said. He didn't say anything else. Oh no, he did. He did okay. say it. So um, April, 2022. Yes. That, it's the 30th anniversary. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do another show with Keith. I, I love doing shows with Keith. Absolutely. But yeah, I do. And I you're do gonna one more. do you're gonna do one more, but you said when you were on my show last year, because I watched the show because I do research, is that you said you were retired from I am. doing sports center stuff. Yeah, but Sugar Ray Leonard retired six times. Like, why can't I come out of retirement? 
Why is it just boxers who get to come out of retirement? It isn't. I mean, we saw MJ. This yeah. is a huge announcement. You're coming out of Sports Center retirement, ESPN retirement. For one day, one night. Only one day? I don't yes. believe that. Oh, my God. I'm so done with doing that. It took years off my life doing that. And, and I loved it, but I took years off. No, no, I couldn't do that. Because, I, I, you know, I'm too old to be doing that. It's a young man's game. You broadcast like a hundred hours a day. I, I now Sports Center is a that that is a high wire act every night. Doing that for fifteen years. Well, because it's live and the games would end. We would go on the air and we wouldn't even see the highlights probably seventy percent of the time. And they would hand us so I'd be reading on camera. Let's say I'm going, uh, hey, Cleveland Indians facing the Milwaukee Brewers and blah 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 blah. I would reach my hand out while I'm on camera up to here and I'd get the shot sheet and then we go and here are the highlights. And then I'd look down and that'd be the first time I would know what those highlights were. And you have to trust a 23 year old just graduated to get the right name spelling. And it was fun, but we yeah. did so the, many. And the pronunciation highlights. is the big one too. Yes. Yes. And I, yeah. in hockey, hockey would have these late season call-ups. Nikolai Habibulin, and yep. I added Nik- Nikolai Kabibulin. Yeah, that would that's you would uh, we I remember that gem that that would be real tough. I I mean I've I watched uh, Neil Everett do a live Sports Center once, and I to that point what you just said, uh, L.A. very different from Bristol, of course. You know yeah. people are really soft over there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But him getting the shot sheets as he's doing it, I, I was just shocked. I mean people don't really realize, but yeah, it's, it does take years off your life, and because you can't mess up and. To that point, you did mention last year, like there's so much pressure on you because everyone wants that job. The people in the building want that job. The people they're outside, every yeah. single person wants that job. And it was and they're extremely waiting for you. competitive, but it was great. It made up. you better. It made you better that I had Eisen and Stuart Scott, Chris Myers, Mike Tirico, Chris Fowler was doing SportsCenter, Berman was doing SportsCenter, Oberman, Bob Lee, Robin Roberts. You know, there was a lot of talent in that building and they were, you know, they, it was... Very, very competitive. Very competitive. Yes. And you know what? It's even more competitive here on Drinks with Banks because <laughs> my mom has been trying to take over this show since mm. it started. Mm. She is technically the original Banks if we're going like I'm Stuart Banks. So Drinks with Stuart Banks still works. Not as great as Drinks with Banks. So she definitely wants the show. So I know what it's like to live in a, you know, kind of in a hostile confet- com- environment when people are trying yeah. to take over yeah i didn't have to deal to take with over your mom. show yeah yeah you didn't have to deal with your mom trying to take over the the dan patrick show all right well we are sipping Wait, on a you little were champagne telling me that you were going to, to mention the bad things that happened to you you were going to tell me the bachelorette start like all these things that you say you're going to tell and then you don't tell Dan, that's part of the book i think it's going to be either life in the middle seat or the scenic route or the never-ending comeback tour there's all my book titles that i've come up with just that sound, don't those sound like must reads I life in the middle seat wouldn't like you want to read that <laughs> it just sounds like stressful yeah. uh, no it's been great honestly i'm very happy and i love that this is uh look i'm completely myself i'm the exact same person i was when i was you know uh, here you. with the olympic dreams that died just like every other dream <laughs> i had so it's great to be able to broadcast from here. My set almost rivals your set, by the way. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. And People by the way, are going to have a hard time telling the difference between the two. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got a lot of uh, legendary sports figures in and around this area, including both of us. What a tease. We have a whole lot more to come. <laughs> I think that's the book title. <laughs> what a tease. Yes. That's actually great. That's a good one. Um, that's definitely salacious. People will be like, ooh, what is she going to tell that elusive um, bachelorette story? But yes, I'm retired from planning bachelorette parties as we are not retired here on the show because we have a whole you lot more to come. You won't go to another bachelorette party. You won't go to another bachelorette party. I will 100% go to another bachelor party okay. because I am dying to go to one now. <laughs> if you thought I was not into them before, I am 100% into them now. Oh. We are going to have a whole lot more after this break. We'll see you then. What a tease. 
Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome on back. Uh, thank you, DP, for counting me in. Um, we're drinking Three, a little champagne two, here, one. celebrating. I, celebrating I opened our- up my champagne and I spilled it all over the place when we first started. And uh, I think my, my my director was rolling on that. And let me see if he's got some of the uh, footage there. It was a terrible accident here. So that's uh, me opening it up. That's right behind my and look, look oh out. Look out. <laughs> Look out, we got a spill in aisle six. Oh yeah. my, that yeah. did go everywhere. Let's yes. see a replay. Here and we go. Bluey. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you have like the, your knee up there. Like you're getting in like position, like you're going to run a race or something. No, like I'm just, that's my relaxing, chill, just kind of kicking okay. back. It's kicking back. Okay. I also have shorts on. Just I know maybe people saw my leg there and might have thought I wasn't wearing anything else. But uh, I have a full suit. The old you, the old you would have been that way, but not the The new you. The old me, you know, (laughs) is dead and gone. And the quarantine me doesn't doesn't normally drink. This is like the most booze I've ever drank. Uh, This is uh, some old sparkling uh, wine I used to drink when I was uh, a young pup growing up here in Canada. So this has been fun. This has been good. Um, Dan, just quick cue. Are we done? You've been. Still, the show never ends. Oh, okay. This is literally the show that never ends. As this is we've a, been on uh, for- it's a reposado that I have here. This is called La Gratona. Gratona. Okay. G-R-I-T. And that's tequila? That is a, a tequila, right. a reposado. So are you, how are you, are you going to drink that or what are you drinking no, I put right it now? No, I put it in here and then I drink champagne out of the bottle. Okay. All right. Well, I feel too classy with this. Why are um, we judging here? Let's just have fun. We don't judge at all. There's no judgment zone. You've been doing your show with the Danettes, <laughs> like in quarantine, but you guys, you guys didn't miss a beat. Kind of like us here on this show. You guys kept going. What's maybe one thing that you've taken from the last six months that you wouldn't have had? Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a feeling, a hobby, a perspective um, that you have now because of what we've gone through. I didn't do bread. I didn't make bread. Felt like everybody was trying to do bread. And I said to my wife, I'm not doing bread. And then she said, well, why don't you pick up a hobby? And then I said, I don't need a hobby. And uh, she said, well, isn't there something that you've always wanted to try? How about piano? And I said, no. And so she kept running down the list of things. And I didn't do anything different in a pandemic than I'd done before. So no hobbies. Uh, I cooked more and uh, cleaned, did laundry, like, you know, just did all the things like you're supposed to do. People things. Yeah. yeah the things. things you're supposed to do. I didn't go to did the grocery store. I did not. No, I, I did not go. I said to my wife, I'll do everything else, help with everything else. I, I, I'm not going to go to a grocery store. So that was it. No. Well, those are hotbeds for the viruses. Yeah. We're, we're truthers here on the show. Um, you know, we're big, (laughs) we're big COVID truthers here. Uh, Dan, you have spoken about your compromised immune system before. And how would you say, you know, that I, I have family members with compromised immune system. And so we've been very diligent with our behavior. In what way have you tried to maybe have other people understand what you have to go through so that maybe it might alter their behavior. I I just want people to make sure that they understand you may not care about it or you don't think it affects you, but it can affect and will affect other people. So my, I, I don't, I get accused of politicizing or weaponizing and it's not, I personalized it and just said, look, this is what I have. And it could be potentially fatal if I get it. I've, I've been told that by my doctor. So I, you know, I'm extra extra cautious, which you can be, 
no, not cautious at all or overly cautious. I'm going to go overly cautious uh, every time. But it's just, uh, you know, my kids, when they come back home, they have to quarantine before they come home. They have to get a test before they come home. And it's just I'm trying to add common sense to something. Um, if somebody can tell me differently that the mask doesn't help, um, you know, I, I, I'll listen to all this. We had Dr. Fauci on the show. And, uh, you know, I, I just think the more information we have, the more that we share, the more we understand, the better that we're going to be, the safer we'll be, and the sooner we'll get out of this f-ing mess. So that's what my goal is. That's what my hope is. Selfishly, I'm pr- trying to protect myself and my family, but, you know, you want to at least let people know. And I'm very careful on the show of, I don't want to be that guy who wants to, you know, get off my lawn or, you know, Hey, listen to me. I know what's right and what's wrong. I just say from my perspective, this is how I see it. If you trust me as a host and you listen or you watch, then at least listen to what I'm saying, whether you agree with it or not. Yeah. But ironically enough, like you're having a measured response to this, whereas the get off my lawn mentalities of people that don't necessarily, uh, have the point of view that is perhaps informed in terms of, science and facts and research. And as you mentioned, what I like is we're trying to get out of this. Like, it's great that I can be here and have, you know, a whole bunch of trips down memory lane and bring up like a lot of trauma being in my childhood bedroom. But like, I would love to be able to be have, you know, real life back again and have sports that we don't that we have fans out like we all want that kind of stuff. And I think that gets lost. Like people just for whatever reason, this country has politicized it and it shouldn't be because it's just a matter of doing the right thing. If somebody can tell us a better way to get out of this, I'll listen. That's all. I just, uh, you know, going into New York breaks my heart because you just see what has happened there. And that's where it started. And I actually had a friend, uh, have a friend who lives in Orange County. And he goes, I can't relate to uh, New Yorkers. You guys uh, feels like you've, uh, you've overblown this or, oh, you're being overly dramatic. And I go, it's coming your way. You know, it's coming your way. And that was when this started in March. And I said, this is real. Like, you know, people on the front lines. You know, this was real and real in our backyard. And, you know, we tend to we're territorial in, in you know, when we have like fires out in uh, Los Angeles or wherever we'll go. Oh, OK, that's so far away. It felt like that was the same thing where you go, hey, uh, 9-11, man, that must have been bad. Well, y- you know, we. We need to understand what is happening in what everybody's lives, wherever you live. And this was on the front lines. And I just was trying to tell people, you know, I don't care where you live. It's coming your way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then I finally I haven't heard from my friend in California talking about this. And I want to just say, hey, uh, do you now relate, understand what New Yorkers went through? And, you know, just to say, give me let's look for answers here. Now, it's it's not. Red states, blue states, it's, it should not be any of that stuff. And it gets frustrating and it, and it gets sad because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there because people have different agendas. My agenda is stay healthy and get out of this thing. That's my only agenda. If Trump comes up yeah. with something great, if, if, I, I don't, if I couldn't care less who comes up with it other than come up with something and we get out of this. I'm fine with mm-hmm. that. Yes. And to that point, as someone who uh, is from or lives in Manhattan and, and, you know, saw it all, it's it's we saw it all. We did what we had to do, um, I think, to a very, a very good job. But the thing is, I use the analogy of it's not like when a bear is chasing you and you just have to outrun the slowest person like the bear is going to get both of you because it doesn't matter where you're from. Like this is something that can spread very quickly and very easily. And on that note, um, we have had a very serious conversation yeah, here, which is a very here? important one. Yeah, what happened? It's important. I think that this is this is what we do on Drinks with Binks. We mm. talk about whatever we want, aka whatever I want, and mm-hmm. we drink over mm. it. And mm. sometimes it's serious, and sometimes it's funny, and that's just how it goes. That's what great producing is. It's just sometimes how that goes. So but on that, you note, don't like your producers. <laughs> you know what? I I wrote I wrote this interview, Dan. It's right here, all this gold mine I right know. now. Well, you said that you don't like your producers, and I, that's probably why you wrote all those questions there. So, yeah, uh, you, I said. Uh, what else did I say? I said, uh, how, well, how much else uh, do I hate everyone else at this network? No, no, it wasn't that. It was just your, especially that guy Mike, uh, who's one of your producers. Like <laughs> that one was whoa. 
Like, I well, there's two that. mics, okay? So, got you. Well, last name begins with a G. Uh, Mike Ganges, I think, is his name. Yeah, that was the one that you just said. Boy, that and guy on that note, is what a, a loser. He is a <laughs> guy is a loser. loser. Uh, Mike Ganges not a loser. Mike Ganges is I... amazing, oh. and he is the executive producer of an award-winning television <laughs> show. Call it a night. Currently dark, but we are not dark. We are drinks with things, and we have a whole lot more to come after this break with Dan Patrick are from the Dan done? Patrick Show, currently streaming on Peacock. Hey, everyone. Welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. We're here with Dan Patrick from The Dan Patrick Show, currently streaming on Peacock and on Fox Sports Radio and founder of the Dan Patrick Sports Network, podcast network, whatever. It's his name (laughs) plus everything else in the world. We're going to play a game now, which I love. It's called Truth or Sip. I'm going to ask you a question. You can either tell me the truth on it or you can opt to take a sip of that bottle from that bottle. But you're only allowed Three out of five sips. Okay. Lego. First question. Worst co-anchor or co-host you've ever had? The worst co-anchor I ever had. Truth or sip? I think I'll take a sip. Oh, yeah. I knew it. Yep. I'll join you in there in solidarity. I don't know if I've had a worst. Um, I've just had ones that I, you know, we didn't mesh together. So it wasn't the worst. It was just we weren't good teammates. Okay. Most underrated sports center anchor of all time. I think Reese Davis might be the most underrated talent that ESPN has ever had. And the other person I'd put in there is Tony Reale, who I think is a really sharp guy, but he didn't do sports center. Who was really. Those are two very good answers. I think Craig Kilborn was underrated too, because what he was doing is he was mocking being a sportscaster. Like Colbert was mocking being a, you know, political host. Kilborn was mocking being a sports center anchor while being a sports center anchor. So, you know, he was, he was sneaky. Great. You're on a sinking ship and you can only save one Danette. Who is it? I'm going to save Paulie. Yes, that's a layup, I think. Yeah. I'd you really that. only need Polly. One more. Okay. Favorite Adam Sandler movie you were not in that you wish you were in? Mr. Deeds. I think John Totoro I mean, and Mr. Deeds is spectacular as the butler. So I would go Mr. Deeds. That's who you thought your role would be. Yeah. No, 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 no. I do watch movies that I'm not in of Sandler's and I say, oh, I could have done that role. Or I'm sure that would be a very pleasant experience to have to share with you is, is watch you watch a movie saying I could have done that role. I yeah. could have done that role. Well, there aren't many roles I can do, but there are ones where I go, oh, I could have done that one. Like it you could have done a, the Bob Barker role in Happy Gilmore. I could have been the golf announcer. I could have been Vern Lundquist. I could have done that. You could have been Eric in Billy Madison. You know, Eric, the uh, yeah. this the little. All right. Well, this Wait, is ended three, off really two, well. Okay. One. Yeah, we were three, on a roll. Three, two, you... one. That was truth or sip, sip. here on okay. drinks with we'll things. come back and we're going to wrap things up with Julie Stewart-Binks. Right wrap after things up with right Julie Stewart-Binks. Right, right after this. Here we three, Right after. Two, here we one. go. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Hey, everyone. Montel here. I need to check out my brand-new podcast, Let's Be Blunt with Montel. We'll be having kind of conversations about cannabis, wellness, and everyday social issues impacting your everyday life. It's all about empowering you and giving you the information you need to make it through your daily life. There won't be any BS. There won't be any hidden agendas. Just honest, interesting conversations. So make sure you tune in to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's all about a blunt conversation, and that's what we intend to have every day. 
Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. We are wrapping up here on Drinks with Binks with Dan Patrick. It's been so awesome. Dan, you're on Peacock. Uh, you're on a streaming service, and you said you want to be ahead of the curve. By the way, are we already ahead of you on that curve? What do you think about the the new job on the new format? Well, I think I just think that's the future of how we consume and to be on a streaming service uh, such as Peacock. It was a great opportunity. I loved being on YouTube. I loved it. It was fun. Nobody bothered us. And we had a, a, a great audience. And then Peacock looked at the numbers we had and said, do you want to, you know, we, we would love to have you on the platform and we're doing something live on a streaming service and a, a platform that doesn't happen very often. And you're talking about sports. So I think that that's, I was fortunate to be at CNN when they first started at ESPN, when they first started uh, doing the whole simulcast and putting 13 cameras in a man cave here. And I think this is the next evolution of that next step. So uh, that's I, a good indication. I yeah. I was on FS1 when it first started and then it went, down i'm on fubo when it first started and it's gone up so still a bit different dan quickly you have a broadcast school i know because it's somehow like always on my instagram feed all the time as like an ad what is some advice that you would give some uh, a broadcaster these days very quickly um i would say be a good listener i think that's the most important trait in being a good interviewer is just listening because the person will tell you something and if you're caught up on what is that next question you're going to miss out on something. And a lot of times people will tell you something they don't know they've even said it to you. And then you can pick up on that. And it just, and, and don't do an interview, do a conversation. Your goal is a conversation, not an interview. Those, those are things that can help you. Not just if you want to be a sportscaster, but in life, no matter what your job is, being a good listener uh, can help. Definitely. And speaking of what would you give You've been on our show twice now. It's been a year. It's our birthday. It's our birthday. Remember this. What grade would you give drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network? Mm, I got to drink a little more champagne before I give a you an honest. A plus plus? A C. A C. A C. All right. Well, as expected, this interview has been nothing short of entertaining yeah, and let's do wildly it again. off the track. That was Dan Patrick from the Dan Patrick oh, Show on see, Peacock. It, it, I'm Julie Stewart Binks, JSP. You know me. Two, this is Drinks with Binks, and we have been chugging along bit, for Binks, a year, despite Binks, what my liver three. says. Keep on drinking and thinking, bitches. We'll be back Alrighty. next week if okay. we don't get canceled in the meantime, Alrighty. which we won't. Here I don't think I so. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.